Hi there, and welcome to Coffee with Phil, where our goal is to help you live a life of purpose on purpose. Walking with God sounds easy, but how many of you know it never follows the scripture prepared? In this podcast, Phil shares stories from his personal journey in the hopes that his experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly, will help you as you walk with God on your own journey. Grab your coffee and enjoy this practical and personal episode with your podcast host, Phil Strong. Well, g'day and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Coffee with Phil. Welcome back to regular listeners. Welcome to you if you're a new listener. Uh, really excited to see this spread far and wide. Come and have coffee with Phil uh, this morning. I'm in my home office and got to confess a, a couple of coffees deep. Um, end of the week for me. And uh, sometimes coffee's what uh, lubricates the system to keep things moving. Uh, so I uh, hope you're enjoying a decent coffee for me. It was a very fresh roast, uh, nice beans uh, from, of course, from yours truly, and uh, a decent flat white with creamy milk. So uh, yeah, enjoy your coffee wherever you are. Coffee with Phil today, um, episode 61. And I'm talking about laughing in the face of God. And uh, the whole purpose of this podcast in this season, at least, is really me just sharing a journey of faith, my faith, um, living life open, transparent, uh, being a little bit vulnerable, but exploring uh, what it means to walk in faith with God. And I've been sharing that in this season. So jump back and check out previous podcast episodes, there's transcripts, there's show notes, there's links in the descriptions, and really it's just uh, an opportunity for you to explore, uh, maybe go on a journey of your own uh, in your faith walk, whatever that looks like. So I want to talk about laughing in the face of God, and today, I've really been mulling over this because the other night... Um, it was earlier this week, so it's literally in the last five days. The Lord uh, said to me one evening, he said, did you laugh? And uh, I, I instantly knew what he was talking about, or at least what his reference point was. Um, often the Lord will speak to me through scripture. So I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of scripture today. Um, but but when the Lord speaks to me and you get that instant knowing, um, you know, Holy Spirit's doing something in you. The Lord said, did you laugh? And uh, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And so I want to take you to Genesis chapter 18. It's the story of the promise that God gave to Abraham and to Sarah that they would have a child of their own, a child of promise, that it wouldn't be a child of the flesh or effort, but it, there would be uh, um, the true blessing that God was bringing. And so uh, I want to just really lead you to that. In Genesis 18, There's um, you can read it for yourself, start at the beginning, um, but Lord, um, there's there's a, a statement in there um, where it says you know um, they you know you will have uh, this time next year when we come you will have a son and it says Sarah was listening at the entrance of her tent not far behind them they were old advancing in years so Sarah laughed to herself thinking. Am I worn out and will I conceive, especially when my husband is old as well? 
So here's that phrase, um, Sarah laughed to herself. But the response that we see in the next verse is God responds with, to me, um, what sounds like a challenge. So Genesis 18 verse 13, the Lord said directly to Abraham, did she laugh? Why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child? Now, that's implied in this text that Sarah said to herself, that Sarah thought to herself, and it says in the text, literally, Sarah laughed to herself. And here's God's response. Here's God's challenge. And this is what I want to just take you on a journey um, that I've been on, and you can hopefully take from it. Um, something helpful, because um, this was really, I felt the Lord coming back to me with a response that was a challenge, uh, but in that challenge was an invitation. So Lord, I hope today, I hope that you find the same invitation. Now, before I get into this, I've got one, two, three um, things that I want to say. But before I get into that, a little disclaimer. Um, and because I like taking feedback and I travel with people. And, and a, a mate of mine said to me the other day, he said, oh, I listened to your podcast. Um, I forget which episode it was. And he said, ah, a little bit preachy. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hang on, what, what? You know, because what I'm not trying to do here is present sermons. I'm not. So I've got plenty of opportunity to do that. And I'm not trying to do that in this channel. I'm trying to open up the journey that I'm going on in order that hopefully you can reflect on what I'm saying in order that you too might find God in the midst of your journey. So look, sometimes that does include bringing scripture. Today, um, my journey is anchored in scripture. I'm going to show you what journey I went on as a result of this and how I went on that. And look, if you just watch how I do that, you might also find some opportunity for yourself. But what I'm trying to do today, and I'm I'm trying hard not to be preachy, I'm trying to reveal a conversation that I had with God that was a, a conversation that went over a couple of days and I'm hoping to share it in this way, through this channel, that, that it invites you back to the scriptures. It invites you back to that place where you sit with God and you say, okay, Lord, here is your servant. I am listening. And of course, that's a reference to young Samuel, the boy that slept in the temple. So speak, Lord, I would say, your servant is listening. So let me get back to the story. Uh, Abraham uh, is with his visitors, and they're visitors from God. We know that God is speaking to them. Uh, and uh, Sarah, here's the promise. And, and just to remind you, it says there in Genesis chapter 18, verse 12, that Sarah laughed to herself. But what I want you to know is if you flick back a page, swipe up, whichever kind of mode you're using to read your Bible, is actually in Genesis 17 on the previous page, God had already given this promise to Abraham. Um, God will always remind us that he's been with us. And so I want you to, you know, like, again, try not to be preachy, but look, this is the journey the Lord took me on. He said, look at the wider picture of the story of Sarah laughing in the face of God. And I went back and God says to Abraham in Genesis 17 verse 15, as for your wife, don't call her Sarai, call her Sarah. She will no longer be just a prince, simply a princess. She'll be a mother of nations. 
and I will bless her and give you a son through her. I will bless her, the Bible says, and she will become a mother of nations. Kings of countries will come from her. So God's taking Abraham on a journey, and it says here in verse 17, Abraham bowed down with his face to the ground and laughed. So look at this. Abraham laughed first. And I want to talk about laughing in the face of God. The second point that I just need to highlight, and and look, I'm preaching to myself here, so I am getting preachy, but I'm reminding us that God's promise does not waver when we do. That's the whole point of this. You know, we might laugh in the face of God, but God's promise does not waver even when we do. Look, I've learned this for seasons of life. God is faithful when we're not faithful. God is steady and steadfast when we are weak and wavering. So those would be the two key things. God takes us back to remind us of his promise, and we see Abraham laughing, but God's promise is steadfast and it does not fail. So so I, I also think, you know, back to different stories and seasons in my life, and I notice that, look, even when God reminds us by repeating his promise, sometimes we still laugh. Sometimes we're like, seriously, God? You know, this is a, this is a, like, what the actual? This is a, are you serious? Would you say that? Can I even believe it? It's, it's, it's a, it's a laughing that's kind of mockery. There's an implication in the, in the nuance of the text that it's a, nah, nah, yeah, nah, sorry. God doesn't waver in that space. God does not waver. And this was a real um, encouragement for me, you know, as I as I feel sometimes like a, a, a branch in the wind, something that's getting battered by my environment, my circumstances, the challenges. Um, I'm like, mm, seriously. And there's a there's a um there's a reminder that God brings to us. So he doesn't mind us wavering. He doesn't mind us waving in the breeze. He doesn't mind the fact that we're struggling. God is constant, he's faithful, and he's always reminding me that he has made a good promise. So what I also notice in the story, I'm just unpacking this for you because I went on this journey. I'm sitting in my chair. I got my cup of tea early one morning. This is how I do my quiet time. The Lord speaks to me and I'm like, okay, I need to go and find that. So I'd gotten up, I'd made a cup of tea and I'd sat in my chair and I'd gone to Genesis 18 because I knew that was where Sarah was laughing in the face of God. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you've called me to this place for a reason as far as um, you've, you've made this statement to me. Did you laugh? Why are you saying that to me? So, so what I noticed is the response of God uh, in, in this conversation. And you always got to find God in the conversation. So um, why did Sarah laugh? And, uh, and um you know, I'm looking here in verse 12, um, she laughs, and God says, why did you laugh? And, 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 you know, around that, Sarah's lying and saying, well, I didn't laugh, you know, but, you know, just, you know, God's like, no, no, you did, you did, just own it. You're wavering in the wind. But here's the constancy of God. He brings us back to his goodness, his nature, 
and his strength. And I want to um, I want to highlight the answer to you here, and then I'm going to loop back to it and kind of explain what um, God said to me as a result of it. Here's the answer: Genesis 18, verse 14. The Lord is like smack in your face, kind of thing. He said, "Is anything impossible for Yahweh?" I mean, how do you answer that? Like, he's like using his name, which means the great I am, above, before, beyond, uh, superseding all, um, the preeminent existence that uh, all of creation flowed out of. When he uses his name like that, and you're like, he's like, hey, is anything impossible for me, the great I am who created all of existence? How can you? do anything but bow on your face in, in uh, submission. And it kind of really got to be the key point, which I'm going to finish the podcast with. But uh, let's, let's just loop back to the journey that I went on. I'm sitting in the chair in the dark of morning. I've got my Bible open in front of me, the Lord speaking to me. And I'm like, well, I need to meditate on this. I need to allow, I mean, as much as I read Scripture, I, I think part of the opportunity is that we allow Scripture to read us, that we would go and open ourselves before the living Word and say, what is it revealing in me? And so I'm sitting in the chair in the dark of morning, I'm watching the, the day break, and I'm, I'm enjoying an English breakfast cup of tea, fresh leaf, of course, in the first of the morning. And I've got to ask myself, why? Did Sarah laugh? And 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 when I um so I've since you know this is the geek in me I'm kind of going and looking saying well why is God saying this and what is He saying and what's the nuances if I can find them in the language? And so I use um, Bible reference tools. I'm using an interlinear uh, concordance. I'm looking at other ways that God's used these words. And and this is like I don't know if you know God this way, but yeah. Here's what I've discovered. God's got a sense of humor. It's almost like he's using um, the conversation with us, and I'm saying he's using the conversation with me, almost in humor to say, come on, seriously, why on earth are you laughing in my face? It's almost like he's going in, um, it it implies that we would be in amazement. You know, if we were going to say this, we would be like, are you seriously laughing at me right now? That's what God's saying. And he's like, "Um, is anything impossible for Yahweh is strengthening the question. It's saying, I'm the great I am, and would you dare come before me and laugh in the face of the promise that I'm giving you that's far above your ability, but is anything too difficult for me? And I'm like, man, I sat in that for ages. I'm like, sheesh, Am am I seriously laughing at God's promise? Am I? Well, I'll get to that in a minute because I've got something else to share with you um, before I get to that. So, so I'm, I'm asking these two questions as I'm meditating in my chair. I'm, I'm revealing to you the quiet time process that I was sitting in because I'm hoping that by revealing my life to you, not just what God says, but how I got to the point, that maybe you might find something new in your quiet time process with God. You can do the sitting in your chair like I do, or you could do it walking the dog, you can do it driving the car. Um, I wouldn't recommend trying to do it while you're lying in bed because um, that's just a high-risk moment for you to go to sleep instead of listen to the Lord. But I, I asked myself, I was bold enough to ask this question, 
Why did God ask me, did you laugh? There's got to be a reason for it. You know, he's come to me in the dark of night before I'd got out of bed. He said, did you laugh? And I'm like, well, I know what that means. We're on a journey to, to find the sheer amazement that God would say, are you saying that you don't believe me? And then and, and why? And, and so I look at my behavior. I look at my language. I look at my prayer life. I look at my emotions. And I've got three words here that came at me that I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still processing. The first one is disbelief. And I looked up the meaning of disbelief. And it's to be surprised and not sure. It's like you, you're disbelieving it could be possible. And then the, the second option is misbelief, and according to experts, that means I, I don't believe. Misbelief is to not believe. And then there's another word that we find in, in the Gospels, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not preaching a sermon, so I'm not going there, but um, unbelief. You know, there's a man that cries out to Jesus, help me in my unbelief. And what I found that to mean is my my attitude or my faith is hard to shift, but not impossible. And the cry of the man, help me with my unbelief, is a cry to Jesus to say, will you shift my faith? So I'm, I'm looking at this list, a disbelief, misbelief, or unbelief, and I'm like, well, why did God ask me, did you laugh? Is it that I, 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 I'm not convinced of what God has promised me? Is it that I refuse to believe what God has promised me? Or is it just that I'm hard to shift? I'm in a rut, I'm in a pattern, I'm, I'm actually holding on to faith in the wrong things. And I've got to be honest with you, I'm still, I'm still working that out. I'm still journeying that. I'm, I'm not prepared to say that I've resolved it because I think God's trying to lead me in this conversation. So when God says to me, did you laugh? And he takes me back to the, the, the statement that Sarah made. Is, is, it, is it true? Am I am after all this time? Is God going to lead me into his promise? God's got his faithful answer for us. So let me pause. Um, I'm going I'm to land this with what is God's answer when we laugh in his face. But before I do that, I guess, like I always do, I like to hold up a mirror before you, listener, um, those of you that are on this journey with me, and say, are you laughing in the face of God? Is there a, is a situation you're in, is there a promise that God's given you, and you're basically saying, ha, 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 in the face of God? Are you in disbelief, surprised and not sure? Are you in misbelief, refusing to accept and, and choosing not to believe? Or are you in unbelief and needing Jesus to reach his hand out? I don't know where you're at. Um, you know, bring it back to the promise. You know, what, like I said to you before, God always comes to repeat himself, to remind us, because he doesn't change. His word is, is a constant. It's a standard. He's faithful to his promise. And just because it tarries, because it delays, doesn't mean that he's changed his mind. The Lord is always willing to come to us. And we see that because we see Abraham in Genesis 17, God speaks to him. And then in Genesis 18, he brings three visitors to remind Abraham of the promise and, and lead him as Abraham and Sarah, his wife, into the fulfillment of that promise. God is always faithful. 
So maybe after this, you might want to ask yourself a couple of questions. Is there something that God said that I'm struggling to believe or hold on to? And do I just need to cry out to Jesus, help me in my unbelief? So I'm going to leave that with you. There's your homework. We'll make sure that this question is clearly outlined for you in the show notes. So look in the description below, wherever you're grabbing this podcast, take the time. Well, don't hang on, don't do it while you're driving. If you're driving, don't do it now. Do it later. Come back to the description and uh, and hopefully that helps you on your journey with Jesus. So I want to finish the podcast by um, dealing with this um, outcome. Like God's, what's God's answer when we laugh in his face? And this is really um, just to unpack for you the conversation and the journey that I went on. Um, I'm sitting in my chair. I didn't do it all in one day. I came back to it a couple of days in a row. And I'm like, Lord, what, what, why, why are you leading me to this place? And what is it that you want to show me? Um, because God is always trying to build us up. He's a father who disciples and disciplines us. He's a father that wants to strengthen us. He's a father that speaks life into our circumstances. And so one morning I've got this um, verse and I'm just reading it. I'm allowing the scripture to read me. And uh, there's some cross references in there. And I was like, okay, well, the Bible always um, agrees with the Bible. So let's look at a few of these references. So we'll put these again. These references are down in the show notes. I'm just going to read them to you because um, the Word of God is a strength to us and a light for our journey. In Numbers chapter 11, verse 23, God is having a conversation with Moses, and it says here, The Lord said to Moses, Has the Lord's arm been shortened? Now you shall see whether what I say will happen to you or not. Oh, I just love that phrase. That God's, God's given, him, given me another mic drop moment. He's like, has my arm been shortened? And it's, it's, it's allegorical. Obviously, God's got arms. He's, um, well, he, we assume he does. Well, of course he does. He talks about his mighty right arm and the power of his mighty right arm. And so when the, the language is saying, has the arm of the Lord been shortened? Really what he's saying is, has my power diminished? Has my, the New Living Translation says, has my arm lost its power? It's a rhetoric question because we know, of course, God doesn't lose his power. So when we laugh in God's face in disbelief, misbelief, or unbelief, God says, seriously, are you saying that your faith, your belief structure is based on your acceptance that God has lost his power? And of course, if you're a believer, you're going to say, no, I don't want to believe that. I do not believe that. For if you believe that, you're basically saying you have no faith. Numbers 11 verse 23, the Lord says, has my arm been shortened? And I would say to you, no, it has not. The prophet Jeremiah captures a conversation with God in Jeremiah 32. Um, It's a great, great chapter around the faithfulness of God. And Jeremiah's in this, um, in the struggle, because he's, I would say he's in a, not an unbelief, but um, he's, he's kind of, he's looking for understanding. The headline in the Bible 
In the New King James, says, Jeremiah prays for understanding. He's done what the Lord asked, and he's like, is this really where I'm supposed to be? And, and Jeremiah's prayer says this, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. There is nothing too difficult for you. And I, I was reading this one morning because, you know, the references took me here. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes we just need to pray scripture. And so that morning I'm declaring my agreement with scripture. I'm saying, yes, Lord God, you did make the heavens and the earth. You are the great I am. And by your great power and your outstretched arm, you spoke and the world was created. I confess that I agree there is nothing too difficult for you. And then I added, in the context of my world, your promise comes from your mouth. Therefore, you are faithful to deliver on those promises. And I am waiting to see your great power and your outstretched arm because nothing is too difficult for you. And I've got to say, confessing scripture brings me to a place of faith. Confessing scripture brings me to a place of faith. So when I agree with the word of God, I am saying I choose to trust that. It's like I'm calling out to Jesus. You'll get the connection here. I'm calling out to Jesus like the man did, said, Lord, I have faith, but help me with my unbelief. Or I'm calling out to Jesus like Peter did when he was on the water and he began to sink. He said, Lord, save me. He called out to Jesus and Jesus reached out his hand and and Peter didn't drown. What's my point? When you call out the living word, remember Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word, John chapter 1, and the word was God, and the word was with God. And, and so we've got Jesus, the living word. When we confess scripture, we're confessing Jesus. We're saying, Lord, I'm putting my faith in your word. And that's what I was doing this morning. A final verse I want to just reference again. Try not to preach your sermon. I'm trying to give you God's word to give you hope. In Zechariah chapter 8, verse 6. Zechariah chapter 8, verse 6. This is what God is saying. Now, he's saying it through the prophet, but it's the word of the Lord God Almighty for us. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies say. So that's Yahweh Sabaoth. That's the name of the Lord there. This is the Lord who commands heaven's armies, says to me, All this may seem impossible to you a small group, a remnant of God's people. But is it impossible for me, says the Lord. I was reading um, the New English translation that morning on my iPad. And this is the language it says here. It says, and says the Lord of heaven's armies, though such a thing may seem to be difficult in the opinion of a small, a small community, and I was really arrested by that because I was, I was thinking, am I being influenced by the voices around me? Am I being negatively influenced by those that are with me? And I'm not saying I was, I'm saying it's a question I asked. So as I wrap this up, I just wanted to take you on a journey and, and just reveal to you that God is, God is coming back to remind 
and repeat his promise over my life. And so I'm looking at, um, you know, my family life, you know, my wife, my Kathy and the kids. I'm looking at our home life and where we live in this in this beautiful home. I'm looking at the city that God's planted us in. He called us here to be part of what he's doing in our community. And uh, he's given us uh, an invitation into advancing into good things, you know, with business and the economy and the, the, the pain in the community. I'm looking at all these invitations that God's given us. And I'm saying, you know, God, I, I confess your arm is outstretched. Your arm is not short. Your arm is powerful. I confess your promise has not changed. And though I waver in the wind and I doubt some days or I listen to the accusation of the devil who comes to deceive me, I I say, Lord, help me with my unbelief. Help my heart to shift to agreement with you that I would say, as the Bible does, as the living word of God does, that you are faithful to your promises. So wherever you're at in your journey of faith, um, may that be encouragement for you. May you say, you know what? Yeah, um, thanks. God is faithful, and I'm going to confess that over my life, over my family, over my journey, my destiny, my job, my finances, my children, my relationships. God is faithful. Always come back to the promise because God is is willing to come to us to remind us to repeat his promise, even if we laugh in his face. So uh, don't be mocking, but be seeking. Ask God to help you. And my prayer is with you as it is with also me. So may God bless you on this journey. Um, I'm loving hanging out um, with you in this context and the podcast. Share it with your friends. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe uh, because you will get one of these episodes in your uh, podcast channel every week. And I look forward to being here with you. All right. Enjoy your coffee this week and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.